for the first time in the history of our country, they voted out Kevin McCarthy as the speaker. First time ever. No confidence vote. My man Kevin, he out. He out the house. Eight Republicans, a traitor eight, 208 Democrats decided that Kevin McCarthy is the wrong man for the job. Now, the 208 Democrats, okay, fine, I get it. But the eight Republicans who were talking about trillions of dollars of deficits and, well, they are just so full of it because we had deficit issues with a Republican president, too. My hero, the guy I profess my love for every day on this show. I started to cry two days ago when Donald Trump ended up in court with that animal, Letitia James. I cried. I cried again yesterday. Nobody loves Donald Trump more than me. Nobody at this point. But let's be honest. He added to the deficit, too. This is not about a deficit. Matt Gates doesn't like Kevin McCarthy. Matt Gates is a douchebag. Douchebag. And he was able to convince seven other feckless people, including my friend Nancy Mace, that ousting McCarthy is the right thing to do. When, in fact, it was the dumbest thing they could have done. They created chaos and a Democrat win. This is a Democrat win. Compromising to figure out some type of way to stop the government from shutting down, despite what Hakeem Jeffries said, that wasn't a Democrat win. This is a Democrat win. They should be absolutely embarrassed. I'm so angry with Nancy. You know, I'm in the gym yesterday. And I don't like when people bother me when I'm working out, you know. In fact, I did chest yesterday, and that's my, my, my long workout, my chest workout. And I'm getting message after message. Your girl, Nancy, it's fine, my girl. Your girl, Nancy, voted with Gates. Now, look, I don't know why you folks were surprised that was the case. Even Noam said that to me this morning. Just the day before, two days ago, I had my, quote-unquote, my girl Nancy in studio. And she said to all you folks out there, two days ago, I agree with Gates. She said it. So I'm not sure why anybody was surprised she voted that way. I was hoping that she would still not vote that way. But she did. And I'm disappointed. But, hey, she said on this show two days ago that Matt Gates is not wrong. In fact, here it is, Lou, this is uh, cut number 14. Nancy Mace on Sid and Friends in the morning, the day before the vote, saying Matt Gates is not wrong. This whole government shutdown, right? First you had mm-hmm. Republicans versus Democrats. Then you had Republicans versus Republicans. This yeah. guy, Matt Gates is a psycho. You may like him. He's a psycho. He's got to get out. He's killing us. Uh, you know, you got to stop at some point. At the some Matt point, Gates is stop. right on this. I have to tell you. Oh, there, God, there is, no. no. You yes. can't have a government no. shutdown, Nancy. I don't want a government shutdown, but we have a law on the books from 1974, the Budget Impact and Control Act, that says Congress is supposed to have a budget. Congress is supposed to have 12 spending bills Every year, put out by October 1st, but Congress doesn't follow the law. So how can we ask our fellow Americans to follow the law when Congress will not follow its own laws? I just want us to follow the law. That's what he wants. 
this should have been done before October. It wasn't. But this is what Congress always does. No matter who's in charge, they have one giant spending bill, no vetting, no amendments, and uh, you know, and you have no time to read it. If you had 12 spending bills, it's vetted through committee. You have amendments. You have time to read it and absorb it and make that vote. But that's not what Congress says. So four people, when you do it via CR, the four most powerful people get all the say. The people don't have the power. And that's the problem with it, no matter who's in charge. That's fine. So you're right. That is the problem to change the rules. Right. Kevin McCarthy said that yesterday. If that's a problem, Nancy Mace, change the rules. But you don't oust the Republican speaker, embarrass him and the party, because the truth is Matt Gates has a personal vendetta against McCarthy for whatever reason. Maybe he thinks he, he's a rhino. Maybe he's mad because when Gates was in trouble for all those uh, underage girl accusations, McCarthy didn't stand up for him. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm a really smart guy. I'm smarter than most of you. Not because I know stuff. To be honest, what Nancy Mace just said, I have no idea what she's talking about. No idea, nor do I care. That is in the weeds political stuff. That's not what I do. That's what Sean Hannity does. That's what Rush did. That's not what I do. I bring on smart people to tell me about politics because, to be honest, I'm watching the Phillies and the Marlins, or I'm watching The Voice, or I'm playing basketball with Gabriel. So I'm, I'm aware of the periphery. I know what's going on. I'm a smart guy. But that stuff is way too weedy for me. But here's what I know, because I am smart. This whole thing is not about deficits. It's not about politics. It's a personal vendetta. That's it. That's it. And you other seven people that sided with Gates, including my friend Nancy, and I love Nancy, should be embarrassed. Former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, and I love Newt, he's been on the show a million times, was on Hannity last night. Thank you, Sean. Courtesy of Fox News. And nobody all day and all night said it better than Newt Gingrich. This, Lewis, is cut number 11. Take a listen to this when he makes a great sports analogy. Found a way to include college football, which I loved, right up my alley. But the way he explains it, it's very simple. Gates is a dick. Newt Gingrich, cut number 11. Well, first thing, it's a very sad day because I think Kevin McCarthy is one of the most talented leaders I've ever worked with. I think that he accomplished an amazing amount for having a small majority and being having to take on both the Senate and the White House. And I think this is really a tragic outcome. Uh, this was a leader who both gained seats in 2020, gained seats in 2022, increased the number of women members, increased the number of veterans, increased the number of minority members, uh, and he had a vision for a better future. And let, let's be clear here, Sean. Uh, you know, if, if the University of Georgia Bulldogs, who are the number one team in the country right now, if you started a game and four of the members of the offensive squad decided they were actually on the Alabama side, and began tackling your own people, you probably get them off the field. Well, think about what we saw today. Four percent, four percent decided they were so morally superior, so intellectually pure, so patriotically better, that they would side with the Democrats, and that's what they did, in order to defeat the entire Republican House caucus. Ninety-six percent of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. Four percent voted against him. 
from my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should, in fact, be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. He's right. And Nancy, again, is a very close personal friend. And I'm sick to my stomach. She's one of the eight. She is probably going to join me coming up at 810 this morning and make a very smart and intellectual argument why she did it. But I don't like the fact she's one of the eight because I agree with Newt. you got Georgia playing Alabama and Matt and Nancy. Let me give you the eight names of all these people. Matt Gates out of Florida. Nancy Mace, of course, out of South Carolina. Andy Biggs out of Arizona. Ken Buck out of Colorado. Tim Burchett out of Tennessee. Eli Crane out of Arizona. Bob Good out of Virginia. And Matt Rosendale, that's psycho, out of Montana. They basically, in the middle of the game, walked across the field to Newt Gingrich's point and started playing for Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. So McCarthy handled this with about as much class as you possibly can. I loved, you know, you have Newt Gingrich bringing up Georgia versus Alabama. Kevin McCarthy brings up Lou Gehrig. I love when they involve sports in all this. So here's McCarthy yesterday comparing himself to Lou Gehrig, the former Yankee great Lewis, cut number seven. To paraphrase Lou Gehrig, he said, I might have been given a bad break, but I truly still consider myself to be the luckiest man on the face of the earth. There's no other country that you could rise to be the 55th speaker, not get an internship, and be able to fight for the American public. So it was my greatest honor to be able to do it. He then went on to uh, pull a Frank Sinatra, basically said, no regrets, I did it my way. Kevin McCarthy, cut number eight. Doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it is necessary. I don't regret standing up for choosing governing over grievance. It is my responsibility. It is my job. I do not regret negotiating. Our government is designed to find compromise. I don't regret my efforts to build coalitions and find solutions. I was raised to solve problems, not create them. So I may have lost a vote today, but as I walk out of this chamber, I feel fortunate to have served the American people. I leave the speakership with a sense of pride, accomplishment, and yes, optimism. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.